0: Part of the problem with smoking is that I get really bad dry mouth. <laughs> um, so, what was I just saying? You've been smoking the
1: devil <laughs> place, is what <laughs> you're saying. as Lapidus. Welcome to the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. I'm KK.
0: And I'm Wiggles.
1: And we're here to discuss your Disney Channel original movies.
0: DCOMs.
1: To see if they get a puff or a pass from us in 2020. This is a very special occasion as this is our first podcast of our month-long 420.
0: Oh, shit. Wait, what day of the week is 420 this year? Oh my god, it's on Monday We We release on Mondays Except for this week Which is probably going to come out on Tuesday Because we're recording Monday night Because we Even though we're in quarantine And we have no place to be We procrastinated Yeah, uh,
1: we've been watching a lot of TV I think we moved on to Better Call Saul
0: uh, We haven't watched any more TV than usual though Which is surprising yeah. We aren't watching TV during the day. We're still watching TV at night.
1: Yeah, just because I feel like you kind of have to break up your day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or else I mean, the whole I'm, day feels watching the other same. Stuff, but I'm not watching like, TV shows.
0: I've been watching like a lot of Bone Appetit's YouTube channel. It was on all day today. But I, I don't think I watched like any of it. It was just on in the background. Yeah. And I would say that today was my m- most productive day of work, probably, in, like, the last week. So, maybe that's what I needed. I usually like complete silence when I'm working. I'm not the type of person to listen to music. But I think that because I've been home, I need something on the TV. Yeah. I
1: mean, this is week four, right?
0: I'm starting my fourth week tomorrow. Yeah, this is week four. You know, we've been going I'm through I'm finishing my third week today so yeah starting my first week tomorrow my fourth week tomorrow
1: Yeah. so yeah so we've been going through it together and the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse has been here for you so today very highly anticipated day
0: oh my gosh we
1: are, KK's
0: been like counting down to this movie
1: you know honestly I didn't want to do it too early or do it too late you know you just wanted to get it just right and this was my personal favorite decom growing up. Uh, the one, the only. That was supposed to be a drum roll. Drum roll, please. Brink. Brink. So, Brink is obviously awesome. And we're going to tell you all about it. But tell me what you remember about Brink, Wiggles.
0: What I remember, um, I loved Brink. And the scene that I most remember, which a lot of people probably remember is the scene that we'll talk about later when they're practicing the downhill course. Oof. I knew that was coming and it still hurt. But, yeah, I really liked Brink. It was up there in my heavy rotation, probably right behind Johnny's Tsunami. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't remember the first time I saw Brink, but I... You think that every time Brain came on I wanted to watch it. I never yeah. got bad. And on the rewatch I felt like it held up pretty well, but we'll get into it the details of that. <laughs> it held up. <laughs> after our <laughs> recap. But uh, we have a lot of recap to get to recapping so do you want to take it away, Wiggles?
0: Yeah, so Brink came out in 1998. So one of the earlier DCOMs, our main character is Andy Brinker, who goes by Brink, who lives, breathes, eats, sleeps, dreams about rollerblading. Or on the Wikipedia, it was either the Wikipedia page or the IMDb page where they called it inline skating. But we're going to refer to it as rollerblading. So... Of course, we start with the classic Disney trope of the decom dad. So, Deals. you know, Andy Brink is getting ready for to head out the door in the morning. And his dad is telling him, oh, I wish he... I don't know. Just like the typical bullshit. But Brink was actually on the way to visit his friends. It was the last day of summer, or one of the last days of summer... And they wanted to spend it as a crew, and the friend group is Brink, Gabriella, Peter, and he had a Igor or something. He had a weird name. I thought, oh, Jordy, Igor. <laughs> I
1: just think it's more funny that like the name was like right there, and you like lost it. You look, like. <laughs> looked for it for like three lines. It was like, oh, it's like right before the thing I just
0: said. So Brink is on his way to visit his friends to spend one of the last days of summer where they were going to go down to Venice Beach and go skating at the skate park. Except they missed the bus. So they decided to blade all the way to Venice Beach, which looked pretty fun. Bar. And a lot. It gave her a lot of montage time though. So you know, hashtag blessed. And they get to the skate park. Everyone is having a great time when the X blades show up. Dun dun dun. And the X blades are the rival rollerblading team in their area, but they're professionally sponsored so these skaters and I'm going to refer to them as guys because they don't allow women on their team apparently but these guys get paid I think they said $200 a week everything all of the gear they get like in magazines and then they get another $200 per win win yeah yeah So they get paid a good amount, especially for, like, 8th graders. (laughs) And they're at the skate park. The X-Blades show up. That's when we meet Val, who is the X-Blades team captain. He, you know, isn't friends with Brink and his crew. And so he goes up to them and he insults them. And that's where we learn that Brink's crew is called, they call themselves Soul Skaters. They skate because they love it. And the X-Blades skate for money. So, as they're leaving the park, Brink says to a bunch of skateboarders that Val was talking a bunch of shit and that he was saying that they were a bunch of pussies. So, the skateboarders go in and kick the X-Blades' asses. And that's when the rival starts and things get heated between the X-Blades and the Soul Skaters.
1: So it was the first day of school at Pacifica High School and Gabriella Gabriella shows up in a dress, which is crazy because she's a badass inline skater. But her <laughs> super strict Peruvian mother insists that she wear a dress and of course though she keeps like her normal cargo shirts and jeans under the dress though so she can change when she gets to clothes when she gets to school but as soon as they get to school though they run into Val and Val is pissed off about having the uh having the skateboarders come up to them so Val is like hey you know what would be really funny if I took Jordy's shoes and threw them up on the fucking telephone wire. Isn't that funny? We're all having fun here. Thus, institutes the level of escalation that, you know, I feel like is fair from Val. You know, like, he's an asshole, but he's also a pretty con- convincing and predictable villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he has some pretty good motivations. <laughs> anyway, because Val threw his shoes up on the, the wire, Gabriella. You know, of course, gives her shoes to Jordy now, who's shoeless, and lets him go through the day with, hit with her shoes while she goes through the day with the dress. So big up to Gabriella. The dress and heels. Yeah. So big up for Gabriella for taking one for the Sculthater team during science class. Break finds the perfect way to get back at Val for the shoe incident. And they grab some earthworms and throw them into Val's sandwich at lunchtime, which he eats. Of course he does. He, well, he takes a bite. I mean, he doesn't, like, eat the whole sandwich. Right. He eats some... He gets some worms in his mouth, like, instantly. Oh, God. That was so gross to watch. pulls them apart. I like, didn't bam. remember that part. Gets a good worm sandwich. Mm. And then... Right there, we get one of the most iconic scenes of Brink, and it's Val challenging the Soul Skaters to a race, and the iconic scene of Val's partner in crime at the time, Boomer, who is uh, played by the Black Ranger, actually the Black Power Ranger, post-Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. But he has the worst hairline in life. Jesus Christ. It was so... It's... It was like when when an
0: elementary school kid, like, draws a portrait of their family and everyone has these, like, long oval faces. It looks like they tried to give him a face like that with his hairline. Like, his head is normal shape, but his hairline was just, like, the top of an oval across his head.
1: that's how you can tell there's, like, no black people in production. They just (laughs) let him go out there. They're, like, nice, straight.
0: No, they probably styled it that way because who let him out of the house like that?
1: No, I'm sure there was (laughs) hair and makeup that saw him and thought that was a good idea. That's more what I mean. Oh, yeah. There was no body in the chain of command that was just like, this is absolutely disrespectful. They get into this relay race, Soul Skaters versus X-Blades. It looks like the... I
0: don't think you said the part. This is where Val challenges them.
1: No, I said that.
0: Oh, okay. Val
1: challenges them. Sorry, them with I got terrible put up a hairline. With Boomer. I was like off there. That's talk the far me? more important thing here is a terrible <laughs> hairline. But Val challenges them to a race at school, which mm-hmm. is already hot because the police, I mean, the, the teachers. <laughs> hey, the man! Think <laughs> we're <in> different schools. <laughs> the administration strictly bans a rollerblading in school. <laughs> They also turned a blind eye to, you know, 100 students setting up a giant relay race throughout the school Yeah. during lunchtime. How did that happen? How did, like,
0: no one notice them overturning all of these trash cans?
1: I feel like at any time, if you're, like, supposed to, like, guide a herd of people and they all start doing anything in a collective manner and you don't know what it is, like, you should be very interested. Yeah. But, anyway, they all create this, you know, Thunderdome for them to race in, and all the students are around cheering. It starts off great. uh, Great start by Soul Skaters. X-Blades starts taking it over. We're in the final leg. Brick gets the... brick is about to get the handoff. But just before he does... No, so Brink gets the handoff. He gets
0: he, the handoff, off. Brink yeah. gets the
1: handoff and he's off. But just before Val can get the handoff, Boomer, Black Ranger, <laughs> Penny is bored. <laughs> um, Penny
0: just snored really loud. Wipes
1: out really hard and looks like he may have broken his leg.
0: Oof. It didn't look like he broke his leg. It looked like he hurt his knee.
1: But he... It was a leg injury. He was hurt. Yeah,
0: he hurt his leg.
1: And so Val is pissed that Boomer won't continue the race. Meanwhile, Brink has completely abandoned the race and is trying to do his best to stabilize Boomer right now (laughs) and call him for the nurses. Like, he doesn't care if he's going to get in trouble. Like, right now, the most important thing is helping this guy who is, like, about to kick his ass, like, ten minutes ago. And so, Boomer's really like, man, you're... you're, a, I don't get you, Brink. Like, you're a weird dude. Then Boomer goes to the hospital meanwhile, Brink, you know, gets in trouble. His dad is super pissed that he gets suspended on the first day of school. And Brink overhears his parents in the kitchen talking about their financial situation. And, you know, Brink starts to think about making a hard decision.
0: Yeah. So... Once Andy is back at school, Val and his cronies come up to the school's soul skaters with a proposition. Now that Boomer is hurt, they have the extra spot to fill on their team before the Invitational. The X-Blades go up to the soul skaters and are like, Hey, we pay $200 a week full gear and extra $200 when we win. And all of the soul skaters are like, nah, man, we're like soul skaters. Like you take you and your little sponsorships and walk on out of here. But Brink starts to run the numbers. He's like, well, I overheard my parents talking about finances last night. Things are a little tough. You know, 800 bucks a month ain't bad. Like I can start helping out with the family bills. And so He makes up an excuse to his friends, and he skips out on the soul skater practice, and he goes to the X-Blaze tryouts, and he actually doesn't even, like, attend the the tryout session. He's late, but Val, the cronies, Boomer, and their coach are all pretty, like, hey, this guy's got talent, right? Right? And so, they signed him on, which was, like, super fucked up because this, like, clearly manipulative manager is just, like, taking advantage of these young kids. That's another thing. So, when he goes home and he tells his family, his dad is not happy. He's like, oh, so you're telling me something that you're already obsessed with, skating, you're going to spend more time doing it? Nah, cool. But... If you really want to be, you know, earning some money, I can get you a job at Pup Suds. So, he's going to work at a dog grooming shop two, three times a week. He's going to x practice. He's still trying to go to soul skating practice, even though in his contract he's not allowed to. And he's wiped that every night.
1: Yeah, so Brink is... Him- already afraid to tell his friends that now he's skating for X-Blades. Mm-hmm. And so the day the Invitational, he tells his friends that he's sick and he doesn't want to compete. Once the Invitational he starts... Had the Rona. He, almost, he had the He almost had the Rona. He comes in at the last minute, disguises himself with sunglasses, just throws down for a team X-Blades and wins the competition. Of course, tensions are high and... As soon as Gabriella sees Brink skating, she notices him immediately. Alright, so when the rest of the Soul br- ah see Brink skating for X-Blades or Super Piss, especially since he's been lying to them and trying to keep up this illusion... Yeah, that wasn't cool. One, that he would never skate for money, and two, that he had totally legitimate reasons for flaking on them. So even though... Brink scores enough to win his bonus like wins the entire competition he feels super shitty that he lets his friends down and he decides he doesn't want anything to do with X-Blades if it means he can't be with his Soul Skater friends a few days later the X-Blades are practicing for a downhill portion of the championship course when the Soul Skaters show up and neither want to give up time Brink is still
0: with the Soul Skaters at this point I mean with the X-Blades
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't want to give up time, of course. So naturally Val convinces everyone that it's time for a skate off. So Brink Time for a skate off. Val is all about the races, man. He He has these like
0: pursed lips. Like he's had injections done, but those are just
1: his lips where they're like
0: He's he has he has has duck face. He has permanent duck face. Permanent
1: duck face he has probably the most punchable face in yeah. DCOM history. Oh God! He his looks face, like every douche in every nineties movie. Ever. Yeah. Which is confusing because you would think he would have gotten more work then, but didn't really. Just some TV roles. Anyway, Brink, representing Team X Blades, not the Soul Skaters, faces off against Gabriella to skate down to the bottom of the the downhill track. And whoever wins gets access to the practice course. But as they're about to start, Val hints to Brink that he needs to watch out for a certain obstacle at a certain turn by he's, staying to the outside, yeah, he's even he's though that's really not the way to gain speed in the race.
0: No so, no one who's running a race will ever take the outside lane. No.
1: So anyway, as they get to the turn, Val, who's conveniently down track to see who gets the victory, throws some sand on the track, and as Gabriella, you know, naturally goes for the inside lane, she falls on some rocks and takes a really hard fall, gets some really bad road rash, and instead of finishing the race, Brink just stops and tries to help his friend. But she needs, like, real medical attention. Medical yeah, she attention. needs, like, serious medical attention.
0: Oh God, that was so hard to watch. That was the part that I just, like, remember so vividly from when I was a kid. Like, that, like, scene by scene of, like, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh. Ah. It was, like, one of those, like, choppy, like... Yeah. Oh God. While Gabby is seriously injured, she's... She really didn't break anything. She just needs, like, a lot of rest. And she needs to take time off from skating, for sure. So, when Brink goes to visit her at home, he tries to explain the reason why he joined the X boys He talks about his family's financial situation, the fact that his dad has been injured from work. Gabrielle is just like, nah, dude. Like, we all could use some extra money. You didn't have to join the X-Blades but even more so like you didn't need to lie to your friends about it so she reminds Brink of why they got into skating and it wasn't because it was it was because I love the sport and that they skated from the heart it wasn't to try and get picked up by sponsorships so once he's back home Brink has a heart-to-heart talk with his dad and it's the first time in the movie that we see the classic dad Disney dad trope where like there's a turnaround moment so this is like the heart-to-heart talk and his dad reminds him that like yeah he's not a fan of how much Brink spends how, how much time Brink spends like skating but he's like hey you're doing what you love and that's what's great but he reminds him that he can't let one thing define him. His his skating is a huge part of his life, but the thing that he loves most about skating is doing it with his friends. So it's in that moment that Brink decides, "Hey, what happened to Gabriella wasn't cool. This isn't like in line with my morals and values. I'm gonna go back to skating with my best friends, the Soul Skaters."
1: Yeah. So, Brick gets rid of all his X-Blade stuff, throws in a valve, and goes back to his Soul Skater friends and tries to buy their friendship back, with a whole bunch of new equipment. And when they asked him where he got it, he said he got a sponsorship from Pup and Suds. And by sponsorship, he means that Puppin and Suds gave him four months of... Pay in advance, which I mean, like, where the fuck do they do that at?
0: <laughs> yeah, they're definitely with the global a pandemic, pandemic going the fuck on, there. Like, right? Like,
1: like oh yeah, they gave me four months advance, month
0: advance,
1: so that I'm just gonna like, so that my sixteen year old self will definitely stay at this job.
0: That's wild.
1: Um, so anyway, gets them all rollerblades gear. And matching shirts that say Team Pup and Suds, which their official new name is. Hashtag Team
0: Suds. Hashtag Team Pup and Suds.
1: So the friends aren't thrilled, but they take him back because they're excited and they want to win the championship. And so the first day of the championships at Zuma Beach, Team Pup and Suds is whipping ass as predicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Peter is finally landing that 540 that he's been... Alluding to the entire show, you know, Brinkstack got his job back, so you know, Brink is fucking vibing right now. Like, can't nothing hold him down. Uh, everyone's doing a great job, but so is Team X Blades. You know, like Team X Blades is, you know, good for a reason. Val and his punchable face are <laughs> are really kicking ass, and you know, he's yelling at his teammates because he's a dick. But you know, mama mentality. So both teams, both team X-Blades and Team Puppin' wind up one and two, which qualifies them to a tournament final, which is the downhill course, which we saw Val Sheet on earlier. And so yeah. this time it's gonna be Brink versus Val, Redemption Story Arc, like, you know. Here we go. Here we go. And yeah. right off the bat... Val is out here cheating because he always tries to cheat. He's a oh.
0: cheater. He's, He's a, a cheater. And cheat, cheat.
1: To be fair though, like of the three, of the two races that Gabriella started, she cheated both times. She's a protagonist, so she can do that. It's funny. Turn um, the downhill course, Val is in the middle section. Val again, like starts cheating and knocks Brink off track. And forces him to traverse a little bit of a detour but end up back on the track. Mm-hmm. And the fans who are watching this on the video cameras are fucking pissed. But Val doesn't know that. He just thinks, you know, he's running his waist. He's in it to win it. But they're neck and neck towards a little bottleneck section. And Val loses his balance and goes straight through some hay bales, eating shit pretty hard. And Brink. Which is pretty predictable. Those hay
0: bales didn't look like they helped him at all. He just went right through
1: them. Yeah. No, he must have been going pretty fast. But, you know, those are prop hay bales. Yeah. It, it makes it more dramatic to think that he was going so fast he went through a hay bale. But, like, if you went, like, through a hay bale for real, like, goodbye to you. Like, that's... You're, you're not walking away from that. Um. So, pretty predictably stops to see if Val is okay. He just went through a hay bale. Of course Val, even though he's, you know, a little frazzled you you know, takes advantage of the opportunity to pull Brick down and run off without him because, you know mama mentality. That's not mama mentality.
0: That's not mama mentality That's cheating. That's cheating cheating mentality
1: Don't talk about it like that That's, That's bitch ass behavior
0: yeah.
1: Not violent mentality. No. Just
0: behavior. Kobe wouldn't be proud of that.
1: No. So he gets back to the race... And everybody watching is pissed.
0: Because they saw him just like... Think, grab Brink and... Yeah.
1: They him. saw him knock Brink down earlier... And they saw Brink... Stop for him and get pulled down. But anyway... Brink is so fucking good... He still detours... Catches back up... After jumping off the roof of the house... And gets ahead of the valve for the final one hundred meter stretch. They're very loose about the rules of this race. You don't necessarily have to run the race itself. You just the have course. to. It's a cross. suggestion. The course is suggestion. <laughs> just cross the finish line first. We'll give you points for style. So Brink uses all his shortcuts and brings it home for the soul skaters and wins the championship. And everyone's like, "Hey, like we just watched this Val compete a whole bunch." Yeah, so rules like don't matter. Everyone. Like, fuck it. Like, Val would have been disqualified anyway, so let's give it to the Skull Staters. And everybody's just like, hey, like, fuck you, Val. Like yeah, they immediately, canceled Val. Think Val. is canceled. Immediately after the race is done, you never see Val again.
0: Can you imagine getting canceled at, like, 15 years old? Shit, <laughs>
1: that must there are suck. some canceled 15-year-olds, <laughs> and it must suck for them. <laughs> but, yeah, in... And so, of course, the slime ball manager for the X Blades is like, he's not really a slime ball. He's just like a dude who works with children. Yeah. And he's an adult. It just looks weird. (laughs) But anyway, he's like, hey, Brink! Not Brink's parents who were also standing right there. But hey, Brink! You want to be back on the team? Because, you know, fuck Val. Like, he just lost. And he's a cheater. And Brink is like, nah, I don't skate for money. I skate for love. I soul skate. And that was, that was it. That yep. was Brink. There were some highs. There were some lows. There were some ups and downs. Mm-hmm. There was a journey. But in the end, you know, they followed their hearts. They skated from their souls. Yeah, so... What are some of your takeaways?
0: It was a good movie. Yeah, I liked it. There was the classic problematic dad. But, like, not as much as we've seen in some other movies. I thought he was
1: pretty solid as far as DVS's go
0: but he also had like that storyline of like him getting hurt on the job and like getting workman's comp but getting fired from said job like the dad while he was an asshole had like a lot going on
1: yeah he had problems yeah he was
0: like dealing with his own struggles. Um, super cringeworthy
1: moment. Boomer's hairline though, like we oh, alluded God. to it earlier, but I was like, God,
0: damn. K.K. was offended.
1: God damn! <laughs> like it's it's literally the haircut meme. Like I'm just like, how did this happen? Like I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't imagine being an actor on set and seeing that, and not being able to be like, hey. Like, I'm gonna go cut my hair at this point. Because this shit looks, like, terrible. I mean... Also, dude is the Black Ranger. Like, he is the Black Power Ranger. Like, this is post-Power Rangers. Like, Mm -hmm. at Power Rangers level, he was one of the most famous people for young kids. Meaning, most famous people for, like, kids and their parents. For about a year, year and a half. So, you know, to be a B player on brink with a bad hairline, like... Oh, I yeah. might have
0: fallen. Yeah, call the manager.
1: Call <laughs> the agent.
0: There was also the part where Val told Gabriela to go back to Mexico. And her response is, I'm Peruvian. And I'm just like, no, we shouldn't ever be saying go back to wherever... Yeah. Let alone on a decom. Yeah,
1: 1998 was wild, right? It doesn't seem that long ago. But... Twenty... Twenty-two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah, but he was just, like, straight up, like, go back to Mexico. Like, yo.
0: Wow, 22 years ago.
1: That's fucking ridiculous. You can't say that to people. Yeah. Yeah. and that's why it makes it okay for him to eat a worm sandwich you know fuck yeah. that guy like seriously a dick um, as, while he was a very compelling villain which I appreciate he was also a heat magnet like a full asshole Oh what? He, he generated heat he made you mad at him he made you want to hate him okay what did you think I was saying?
0: I heard heat magnet.
1: Yes, but what did you think I was saying?
0: I didn't know what that meant.
1: Oh, I was saying, like, <laughs> he attracts people to hate him with his activities mm. and faces that he makes. Oh, God. Such a punchable face.
0: But, yeah, so we had some pretty crazy dialogue. Again, not as much as some of the other DCOMs. Like, even though Brink's sister... Who I can't even remember her name because she had no real like point in the movie. She was the same little girl that was the little sister in Smart House, but like she has no airtime in this movie essentially. Yeah, but she there's has,
1: like two lines. Yeah,
0: she had like two lines that were like relatively reasonable. But his dad, Brink, Brink's dad, like said called his daughter an animal, so, like, yeah, even though a young girl, like, a little sister didn't have a huge role in this movie, they still found a way to shit on her.
1: Still, still found a way to shit on her. Also, every time Brink talks about soul skating, like, he just, like, goes to this place where it's, like, you can tell this is his, like, nirvana, and I just feel like this is solid acting. (laughs) It's funny. I believe it. But... I felt like Brick had some really, like, slick mouth moments. Like, Val really had to try to come for him. And Brick is just like, dude, you're coming for the king. Like, you bet not missed. I'm quippy out here. Mm -hmm. I'm quick with the wit. Also, I'm better than you. Like, I can see why Val was out here hating.
0: Yeah. Um, I think my favorite moment of dialogue, though, is when... It was so short, but when... Brink goes to visit Gabriela after her fall, and he um, goes to her house, and Gabriela's mom opens the door, and Brink goes, oh, hi, Mrs. DeLama, and I'm like, wait, Gabriela is Peruvian. They literally gave her mom the last name DeLama. <laughs> I'm like, like it's a Peruvian name, like uh, llamas. The, the llama. So yeah, it was just like kind of a shit on brown people, not like overtly, but just
1: yeah. Like she had more dialogue than a lot of brown people. Also, she was. It was it was her and Boomer, yeah. for the brown people, but yeah. I don't know. I thought it was pretty solid all all around mm-hmm. as far as the dialogue, as far as everything. You got any final thoughts?
0: Yeah, I mean, I give this movie a puff. Yeah, two puffs. It was a good movie. I liked it. I it did hold up. It held up to what I remember, and also I, I enjoyed it like just as much. So it's crazy to think because I I think it was in 1998 when I... Probably around the time that this movie came out because everyone was so obsessed with rollerblading at the time that I also became obsessed and I got rollerblades for my birthday that year. And... Yeah, so I think for my 7th birthday I got rollerblades. And... There's like a really funny picture of me in all of my like elbow guards, knee guards, (laughs) helmet. But, um... Yeah, so... I give this movie a puff. It helped bring me back to my happy place, my rollerblading years. What about you, KK?
1: Yeah, I think I'll also give it a puff. You think I, you'll give it a puff? Yeah, you <laughs> were <well. I always laughs>
0: You were like ecstatic about this movie. You were, <laughs> It wasn't Jeez. just a puff.
1: <laughs> I guess I'll give it a big bong rip puff. <laughs>
0: Give it a dab.
1: <laughs> Give it a dab. Give it two dabs. It's it's definitely the best decon that we've watched so far, in my humble opinion. It was um, pretty
0: high up there for me, yeah.
1: I think it was my favorite then and now. The dialogue was better than I remember. Characters are funnier. I didn't remember that Black Ranger was in it. I didn't even do the research to look at this nigga's name. Um... <laughs> His name is the Black Ranger to me. His name is Zach Forever. <laughs> Some people just are their character. He still goes to Comic Con as Zach. Oh, that's and, sweet. You know, like this is from like twenty five years ago at this point. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was great. It was a lot of fun. I definitely suggest people watching this one, listening to this, watching it before or after listening to this. Listen to this twice. Watch the movie a few times. It's a great movie.
0: <laughs> if you're paying for a Disney Plus membership, you should be watching Brink at minimum of once per week.
1: <laughs> Show it to your kids. Skip over yeah. the, uh, the uh, anti-Mexico dialogue.
0: So I think that this actually would be a fun movie to watch their kids because they might get into rollerblading. And I feel like kids really need to be encouraged to do outdoor activities right now. Because yeah. any of you who have kids... I pray for you, they're probably driving you nuts, you should just, like, throw them outside every day and make them, if you can, if you have, like, an outside space, like...
1: People's self-isolation role, like, their schedules, their routines, their normal for quarantine is just so vast and different, like... I feel so privileged to be able to be like, hey, I need to go outside and just like I can do that safely, and there's quiet places where I won't be like too close to people. Yeah, um, we live
0: in a in a friendly neighborhood for that.
1: Yeah, so hopefully people can uh, watch a decom with the kids, and you know maybe take a take a dog walk a little puff puff walk (laughs) and uh, you know listen to the podcast I will say
0: I do see rollerblades at the Goodwill like all the time I feel like they always have rollerblades there granted you can't go right now and shop at the Goodwill but you
1: can always find it you know there are a lot of garage sales now people are Marie handling like shit
0: oh yeah like in our neighborhood Facebook like group there's like, probably 10 posts a day recently about, like, this shit that people are purging.
1: Yeah.
0: So... (laughs) And I'm like, what do you want to give me for free?
1: (laughs) Yeah, right? So if you want to get your Brink on, kick it like it's 1998. Mm Mm-hmm. So
0: thank you guys so much for joining us this week, for watching Brink with us, for celebrating another week that we made it out of social distancing alive, healthy, you know, hi.
1: <laughs> yeah, like they still haven't cut that off yet. So yeah, the weed man is still good as long as the weed man is still good. We're still broadcasting. So
0: this week, give us five stars if you give us this week. Give us five stars if your weed man delivered to you. Give us five stars if you want to punch Val in the face. Give us five stars if you want to celebrate 420 with us all month long.
1: Because we're celebrating 420 all month long. Yeah. All right. All right. Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. I'm KK.
0: I'm Wiggles. Follow us on Instagram. See you guys next time. Have a great week. Have a great one. See ya.